property management madness. Grab a seat, grab a drink. We'll wait while you get ready. All right. So I'm Shauna. And I'm Jay. And, and I'm Megan. <laughs> this is Megan. She is back for part two. Okay, so we were kind of talking about colors, trends, um, consistency, making sure that you kind of keep a key of all of your colors and patterns and things like that. We started talking a little bit about wallpaper, and I, I want to come <laughs> back to that because I think that a lot, a lot of people stopped using wallpaper because it was too busy. Mm -hmm. And now millennials are like, I love patterns. Yes. Because I love patterns. <laughs> so oh. I think that's why they're coming back. I think it is. It is. And it's, it's not as hard to do as it was That before. was going to be my point is yeah. that, you know, back in the day, wallpaper was a pain to deal with. Well, you, yeah, had you had to, to get like flour and water and to... mix it together and put it to boil. And then like, <laughs> you had to pray to the gods. Yeah, there, there was so much that it was very labor intensive putting yeah. up and now you can just get the self-sticking wallpaper yeah. and it's a lot easier to remove say you don't want this anymore you want to use a different wallpaper or now you just want to paint you know you can just pull it right off most of the time yeah and and put up something new so yeah. it's like i know back in the day when i had it Taking it down was terrible. You had to score mm -hmm. it. You, Did you have to, to steam glue it. Remover. Yeah, or, you had yeah, to use steam glue it. I've never, I never removed wallpaper. It. And oh, it's it was horrible. Yeah, I, oh, I've fun. seen people do it, and I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's so satisfying to watch, but I don't want to be the person. It's no. it's satisfying to watch if it's the one where it comes like off in yeah. a whole sheet. Yeah. But yes. then when it starts ripping on you, that's like in little pieces. That's yeah. when it's like yeah. you're like, I don't. When you buy that home that has that old wallpaper on it. I wish you the best because it's going to be a pain to remove it. And for God's sakes, don't just paint over it. Do the so, extra work hey, and I'm take guilty. it down. <laughs> I'm guilty. <laughs> so my bedroom, I didn't realize this until, I don't know, maybe a year ago. And I've lived in my house for over five years. That my bedroom was wallpapered. And somebody painted over it when before I first moved in. And then probably repainted oh, over yeah. it. And then during quarantine, I painted it with some leftover paint from one of our houses. And it, I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I was like, where are all these seams coming from? <laughs> and then That's I realized I was like, over yep. oh, this is definitely wallpaper. So now <laughs> I'm kind of interested to see what the wallpaper looks like. I don't know if I will ever be able to see because it's not in the closets or anything like that. But I, I really am interested to see what the wallpaper looks like because if it makes me think of my grandma's like bathroom, I'm probably going to oh, love it's the it. Floral <laughs> of course, yeah. I'm probably yeah. going to love it. Mm -hmm. So I, like, the tiny floral print was all the rage 20 yes. years That's ago. Yes. It <laughs> probably has like vines that grow yes. across the top <laughs> and everything. The so. borders. Oh, yes. the borders. Oh, they had a chokehold. Let's talk about the border <laughs> chokehold <laughs> that it had on every everybody middle america <laughs> and, and their uh chickens and vines oh, borders with just the a, farmhouse kitchen era yes we we'll talk about it. the seafoam green <laughs> and mauve people still do that <laughs> it's still trendy it is it's still trendy you know it's like again it's all up to the people who live there if that's what you like that's what you like exactly so. exactly if your you property manager is not painting it that <laughs> no <laughs> We're going to go with uh, white or gray. <laughs> it's trendy. It's trendy. 
All right. Well, okay, Megan, you were, we were going to start talking about uh, exterior colors. So take yes. it away. Let me know what, what, what uh, exterior colors are popping right now or what, popping. what was popping and isn't anymore. And you're like, what happened to like bright red houses? I so, really liked it. I'm going <laughs> to do me. what's in and what's out. What's yeah. what's out. Okay, exactly. <laughs> what's in is, you know, your dark navies on the exterior. That is huge. Awesome. Dark, awesome. The dark, dark grays. Um, honestly, I've seen people start painting outside of houses black, and I'm here for it because it's a really nice color. I've so I thought I have seen black houses, but I thought that you weren't supposed to do dark colors like that because it can melt your vinyl. So, I, yes. So yes. that's one of the things here. So what I can sit here and tell you is if your vinyl is a certain color, and you want to paint it darker than what the existing color is, just don't paint it. Just okay. don't. Because certain companies can make their paints quote-unquote vinyl safe. Okay. Um, you know, and it will, it will replace colorant. So what causes a lot of issues with painting vinyl is the heat retention. Right. So you, if you paint it a darker color than what it normally or naturally is, it's naturally going to hold on to that heat from the sun. And you're gonna start to see it warp. It'll buckle. It'll rip from the house. I've like, seen I've it. Never, I've seen yeah. I've like, seen I've photos of it. It literally that, that will melt. Yeah, it like melts like, off I've the side seen of the house. It, you know, vinyl that's melted. Yeah. But never thought that it could be because somebody painted it yep. a darker color that it couldn't have been done. Yeah. And I've seen it too, where it's the vinyl may hold up, but because there's a glass pane like on the across the way of the apartment complex or you know, the garden style that the yeah. light reflects off the glass and it's naturally just going to amplify the light oh. that there's warping in one specific spot, spot. because yep. the, oh. the sunlight going off the glass is yep. just and your house is now an ant sweltering and this is a magnifying it. glass. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. But okay. yeah, definitely, you know, if what we always recommend is if you are going to paint vinyl and you want to go a darker color, just look into getting a darker vinyl installed. Okay. It's going to save you so much more money in the long run than okay. going a darker color because the vinyl companies will have more like energy efficient, darker colors that will ultimately help with your energy bill. Because if you do go a darker color on the exterior, your home is naturally going to just retain heat right. a yeah. lot It's like more. go outside in a black t-shirt versus going outside in a white t-shirt. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. You're still going to need deodorant, but you're yep. going to need more if yep. you are wearing that black t-shirt. Okay. Um, tell us, that, like, I have aluminum siding on my house. Yeah. And I do want to, that's a project I want to do. I want to paint my aluminum siding. Tell me, like, how does that work? Like, I know that right now, if I walk up against my siding, like, it's going to have, like, all that white stuff that comes off on yes. me. Is that um, mold? What is that? that? It's yeah. chalking. It's actually the aluminum um, aging and oxidizing underneath. Oh, okay. So, kind of like it, the aluminum rusting, but without it actually yeah. rusting. Yeah, because oh, okay. aluminum doesn't really natural, naturally rust. rust. It right. takes a lot for aluminum to get to a point like that. But my house was aluminum siding as well, too. And if you <laughs> brushed up against that house, it looked like you went through a powder factory. Yes, that, that's <laughs> mine right now. Yes. So, you know, whenever somebody is saying, hey, I want to go paint my house. It's aluminum siding. We always say, hey, you want to do the chalking test. Rub your hand against the surface. Do you see white chalk on your hands? Yes, I do. Okay, perfect. You're going to want to pressure wash it and clean it. You know, do any type of the cleaner solution that's recommended for that type of surface, pressure wash it, let it dry, go back, do the same test again. Is there still chalking there? Mm -hmm. Yes. Is there still chalking there? No. If no, you're good to paint. 
so you're good to go. But after you do your pressure wash, if you come back and find chalking still there, mm -hmm. there's something you can mix into the paint. Um, it's a mulsa bond. It's a bonding okay. agent, so it'll help bond to the chalking that's on oh, the surface. That's really good mm -hmm. to know. And it's otherwise... only first coat, so you just put it into the first right. coat of paint, and that causes it to stick, and then you do that on top. Because otherwise it's just attaching to the crud on the yep. outside, yeah. and it's not actually attaching. And that's when you see peeling. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't want that. I want my house to look better, not worse. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're painting it. If you yes. want to put all that work into it just for it to look like junk. Yep. I mean, that's the importance yeah. of prep for all your projects. Yeah, you can't absolutely. just go and paint things. You got to make sure the prep is done. And I think a lot of people have that misconception that they think it's as easy as just throwing paint on a wall or throwing paint on the side of your house. You just paint over whatever's there. Right. Yeah. And that's not the case. It's I would a, love I mean, for that to be the I, case. I wish it was oh that easy. I would love too. that for but you. It's <laughs> but it's the same as when you're inside painting and your wall is really nasty, dirty, and covered in dirt. Right. You got to clean it first. Yeah. So those same rules apply for outside. Right. Because so. I've seen it on handrails, inside or outside. Yeah. If you don't clean the handrail, your hand naturally sheds a lot of oils on handrails. Mm -hmm. So if you go and paint the handrail right on top, I've seen coatings literally like peel off. like they, like bubbles? Yeah. Like beads up? Or what's, mm -hmm. It's like pilling almost. Mm -hmm. Like it'll start pilling and you'll see like rolls of paint like kind of starting to form because oh. the paint's degrading because the grease from underneath is pushing that coating off. I love off. that. And that's exactly what I want after I spend a bunch of money <laughs> right. on paint exactly. and labor exactly. and whatever. So now is washing a surface like a handrail or um like your the side of your house right is that going to take the place of sanding depends on like some people will sand and then paint so it'll stick depends or is that not yeah. going to matter like i if mean you're chalky i got gotcha. you i get what like, you mean yeah you're so, so just gonna be more chalky definitely <laughs> still clean the surface but if it's like a relatively shiny already very very shiny surface then yes do a scuff sand because if you go another paint on top of something that's very shiny, it's not going to have anything to bite to. So that's gotcha. what sanding is naturally just going to help. You don't have to go to town. You don't have to sand it off completely. But there's yes. a little scuff sand, so it gives it something to bite to once it goes down to the right. surface. Okay. Gotcha. All right. That makes a lot of sense. But trailing back, colors out. <laughs> well, colors in, you said dark colors. Colors in, dark colors. Colors out is the yellows. <laughs> I've what? seen. I can stand by that. <laughs> yes. I knew you were going to be shocked. Sean. I'm not I wasn't shocked. Though. I'm not devastated. Shocked. I'm just devastated. <laughs> it just doesn't hold up to the sun very well. But it's so cute. It is. It is. I, you know, I, I like it too. Don't get me wrong. I love yeah, seeing I it. Love I've it. seen some like lemon yellow houses, but That's I like a little. Extreme. I like the subtle, I like the butter. Yes, like the buttery, yep. cute little like cottage. It gives me cottage vibes. Yep. Like cute little cottage vibes. I love yellow houses. Yeah. And I have no reason to love yellow houses. I've never grew up in a yellow house. My grandma owned a, a greenhouse. We had blue houses and I never had a yellow house, but I just love it. I think it's so. Is so... that a project this summer? Are we painting your house yellow? I have a brick house. So no. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can paint brick. <laughs> no, 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 you do not paint brick. You, I've watched you, many TikToks debatable. you can. <laughs> debatable. Uh -huh. No. Depends on the eye of the beholder, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Some really no, nice that, that, I, that is the hill I'll die on. You don't paint brick. <laughs> I, uh, no. I don't know. I've seen some nice painted brick. That no. I really I've like. seen some whitewash too, like Wh whitewash yes, on those, a brick. Woo! And I kind of love it. 
Oh, well, Dion, I don't <laughs> I don't like it at all. Yellow houses are out. Okay, what else? That's really that, and you know, that's really about it. That's on the way out because you still have American heritage colors: your blues, your reds, your whites. That's pretty standard with a lot of American heritage homes. Um, a lot of like lake houses are kind of leaning more towards neon colors. Now yes, I've seen like fun. dark blue as the main color, but they have like lime green as the accent to the trim and yeah. it looks snappy. I was going to say, I would, that actually sounds nice. I haven't decided what I'm doing here yet. Maybe you can help me decide. There we go. I want it to be original. I want it to pop. I want it to look different than everybody in this neighborhood. Well, we'll do that. All right. Yeah. Sounds good to me. We'll so you also have brick. I think we can talk about like the brick. The brick the exterior fascia? on the front. Yeah, yeah, on the front of your house. Are you so you're predominantly like aluminum siding though, right? Yeah, the uh, the entire surround of my house is siding okay. and the peak and everything. The just that one little mini is front. The wall here and the porch. Yep. Okay. So, so that was just like my house. Yeah. Yep. And I actually yeah. am going to be tearing all that off. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, you see it needs to be done. <laughs> I mean, it needs to be done, but it's like that. Um, like that brick accent do you see that slowly being covered up by vinyl like is is that going away that uniqueness not like my yellow houses mainly because <laughs> you know insurance does ask you questions about your siding where yeah. they'll be like mm -hmm. how much percentage is vinyl how much percentage is brick and naturally we all know brick is going to be stronger right yeah. so you know i can't speak for the insurance standpoint but i feel like it does have a part to play on some insurance rates yeah. but yeah. um as far as like removing it no because it, it's it's there it's solid it's pushed out as it is so yeah. you know it's going to be hard to take that down and then convert back to a vinyl siding across the entire surface okay. yeah and so I, you know, I see a lot of people that like with me like mine isn't I don't want to redo it just because I don't like the way it looks. I yeah, need to redo it because it's apart. old. And yeah. Like my house is very old and the brick and things is falling off. So in my mind, I'm thinking to do like a, a tile or something on the front, like an exterior yeah. kind of tile finish or something like that. Um, I don't know if I want to do brick again, but you know, it's still up in the air for me. Um, Slate Rock of, is very popular. That's what I was going to say. Slate like, rock, what kind of yeah. things do you see? Um, like the heavy pebbled stone. Mm. I love that. Yeah, uh, where I, it's like a heavy. I've also seen it where it's like tiny pebbles too, and I, I like that. It gives it a very like tiny busy? feel. It can. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've I seen think, houses. I would like say that. it depends on how much you do. Right. Like, yeah. like I said, mine is just this little wall here and around the porch, so right. it would kind of be just an accent on my house i'm right. not gonna do like my entire house like that i could see that getting really busy and yeah. just be too much um but i i definitely there's a lot of options and there is i we're gonna talk there we go <laughs> she's gonna help me we're so. gonna go to home depot together one day yeah. we're, gonna, we're gonna go look at rocks <laughs> exactly we're just gonna look at rocks all right so what um okay so what's in what's out what's out that you thought was gonna stay in like what's the trend that you're like i low-key love this hard-hitting questions yeah i know that's what that's why that's what we, we bring do. you on board here <laughs> exactly that's what we do what's out this is what I the audience wants to hear yeah what what color trends or um like main colors did you see that hit so hard and then just like went away yeah. everyone yeah. was painting their house white just because of the, a lot of people thought about the energy efficiency. Yeah. 
but I've been seeing people get more out of the white. Like, if your house was already white, they tend to want to change that color. Mm. Okay. So, I mean, I had white on my house. I wanted to paint it white again just for the sake of easier maintenance. Yeah. But, you know, that's very hit or miss, too, because then there's people who want, like, the standard white with the black shutters. So it's yeah. like, again, I the beholder, but yeah, it's been in and out. <laughs> Why are red doors so popular? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But that's still popular. That's still a thing. I don't think that's going to well, go. Kind of I like... just looked at my door to see what color it was. <laughs> it's blue. Well, it's kind of like how ish. Um, ish. people paint their porch, like, ceilings, like a blue. Mm-hmm. The, like, the wives' tale is, like, it keeps, like, evil away. Yeah. And stuff like that. It's oh, supposed to Shana, look like this. so if I paint my porch ceiling blue, are you staying out of my house? <laughs> no. I didn't think so. It doesn't work. <laughs> paint alone does but not in, keep uh, her in away. In New Orleans, so in New Orleans, they do that. A lot of um, porches and stuff. When Jay and I went, they they talk about this. A lot of porches are painted blue because yeah. it's this, like the sun, or not the sun. It's like the sky. Yeah, and it's supposed to keep demons away, so they don't know that they're like yeah in, in yeah by your house, and they think that they're just <laughs> outside. But yeah, I think that's that's really interesting. Okay, so white houses. I support changing the color. Like, yeah, I do I'm too. so tired of white houses. It's boring. Yeah, and it's a lot that's of white what houses. color my house is right now, and I cannot wait to paint it a completely different original color. I, I white houses, it's just boring. I want to see something new. I want to see something interesting. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, if I'm talking about one of our rental properties or something, I yeah. want it to be you know in the trend and what yeah. everyone is looking for. I wouldn't paint right. a rental property like a, a bright teal or some kind well, of crazy color. We can kind of but... transition into our next our next topic with that is that what consistency is to your brand. <laughs> and if your rental properties are all teal, when somebody passes your rental property, they know it's yours. That's also true. So your the consistency I mean, standing out is important. But, I'm not. I'm not talking specifically teal, but I mean, here in the Metro Detroit area, there is a property management company, um, and their signature is like a lime green door or a neon uh, orange. It's a very bright color, and that way, when you walk past or you drive past, you're like, I know exactly who manages that property. Like that is their brand. Mm. So I, I kind of want to like touch base on that is that when it comes to the interiors and it comes to the exteriors, when, you know, when somebody or, you know, a, a prospect walks into a home that you manage and they walk into the house next door that you manage and walk into the house next door that you manage and every single one of them is the same color scheme. Yeah. Like everything looks the same at, at what point, And I, I feel like right there at that point but like what do you guys think like at what point does that become your brand and that's what people expect to see i think if you're consistently doing it it's obviously your brand right just that's like, what i'm saying just like what we do with interiors with the company i work for we everything is the same color we use on the rocks we use pewter cast if we're doing a focal wall yeah and that's our brand that's right. what we do with the everything. The granite is all we the same. We have started with property. the navy blues and things on the outside, the exterior mm-hmm. for siding and things, which actually it looks great. I love mm-hmm. it. Looks really nice. Um, so I would like to see that more. But I think that that's some that's a conversation with the owner of the property because yeah. you know you'll have some owners that you know are all about doing the inside of the home, making it look great, redoing yeah. it. 
but neglect the outside of the home. And yeah. curb appeal, curb appeal, curb yeah. appeal. Yeah. Like you want to make sure your outside matches your inside. Yeah. If you like the, the inside looks wonderful, it's great. You go outside, there's siding falling off or yeah. peeling paint. It, it hasn't been done in a long time. And that can be a, a big expense. You know, yeah. that's a capital expenditure. You have to, but sometimes it's something that you need to make a little investment in. And once you make that investment, it's going to, hold up as long as it's done right yeah you know it can stand the test of time what the what would you say is the life expectancy of a proper paint job on an exterior of like aluminum siding or yeah. like wood siding or whatever it might be and, you know that it's all contingent too on the prop that you do the mm. product that you use say you did it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> so let's say in theory you did it 100 percent the correct way and right. you did like a very top tier product mm. 20 20 years plus that long. Yeah. Wow. So, yep. You know, okay. like our top tier products, you know, I've seen it on houses. I like, almost just choked me. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Shocking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like it, it can last you a long time. As okay. long, you know, like I said, if that prep's done correctly, if you do all the things right and you apply the paint the proper way, you can see that stuff last a long time. Okay. Yeah. I've seen old paint cans come in that were older than almost me, and they would still good paint inside the can. So wow. imagine it being on a surface. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. And that, that's exactly my point is, you know, it may be a cost up front, but when yeah. you're investing in your curb appeal for yeah. a rental property, it's so important because once that house is on the market, if that's the first thing people see is the exterior of your home. Right. So if the it's moment not, of truth, yeah, if it's <laughs> not properly taken care of, you know, they're going to look at that and be like, oh, you know, I don't know about that. Let me look at this other house that, right. you know, has, yeah. you know, fresh paint or may not even be fresh. It may be 10 years old because it was done correctly. Right. But yeah. you do that once and it can last you 20 years as long yeah. as it's done right. Yeah. It's so important. Well, and I think that just kind of like to piggyback off what you said is that when a prospect comes to a property, they're looking at the owner's property, okay? Like black and white. They're looking at the owner's property. They're not looking at a property that's owned by the property management company for the most part. I yeah. mean, they definitely can be depending, um, but they are looking at your name as a property management company. And they're saying, this isn't what I was expecting of right. this company. And if you're going to put your name on a listing, you have to have faith that that listing is going to do you as a property manager and as a property management com company is going to do you guys justice. Yeah. Because the worst thing that you can do is put your name on a property that's dilapidated. Mm -hmm. It's falling down. You know, it's, you, they walk in, it's dirty carpet. It wasn't repainted. Um, you know, there's crumbs in the drawers because it wasn't <laughs> cleaned. You know, all of those things, it only take, and, and, you know, like we mentioned, this this is your moment of truth. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the one chance that you have to make a good impression. And if somebody comes to your re rental property and it's just not a good first impression, what makes you think that they're going to go to another one that you manage in the city because they didn't like that house? Yeah. They're going to think that you as a management company, that is your standard and that is your brand. Yep. Um, and you can't, I, I wouldn't say you can't allow, you can definitely, but you should not 
allow that to happen because your name and your reputation, especially in this industry, is everything. Right. And word of mouth spreads. Word of mouth. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, people talk about Google reviews and types of reviews and think that, you know, that's nothing. But people read those. It's really important to have, you know, that good word of mouth Mm -hmm. out there. I... uh, that's why I do push. I mean, ultimately, I'm not the owner of the property. Yeah. The owner of the property is going to do what they want to do. But am I going to tell you what I think is best for you yeah. and mm-hmm. what's best for your rental and your income property? Yes, absolutely. I don't want to put my company's name on something that I don't believe in, something that it, you know, you're not taking care of and you're not willing to right. take care of. And those standards are also going to be in your management agreement. Yeah. So, or they should be. And if they're not, you should definitely update your if management not, agreement. Shame on you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. yeah. It, yeah. And if they're not, you should update your management agreement because the worst thing that you can do is tell somebody, Hey, you know, I don't feel comfortable putting this on the market because after this tenant moved out, um, you know, they did a lot of damage and you just don't, I, I understand that, you know, either money is tight or you just don't want to invest the money back into this home. But as the property manager working for a third party company, I cannot put our name on this. Yeah. Right. Like this is our name. This is our reputation. And we hold ourselves to X standard and you are way below mm-hmm. that. And these are the steps that you have to take, um, whether with us or with somebody else. Yeah. You don't we don't have to do the work. You can do it or or however you want to do it, but we can compromise, but there has to be something there that says we can't, we can't do this Yeah, because that's your name, your moment of truth now for that one person. And that, that one person is going to multiply, especially if you put that property on the market, 10 people go and see it. Now you have 10 moments of truth. Yeah. You have 10 people that have went to see that house that now think this is your consistency. This is your brand. And that can be detrimental yeah. to a property management company. And you know, when it comes to that kind of maintenance and, you know, like I said, painting can go a long way. It's important to build relationships with people like Megan here um, and the company she works for. Yeah, reps because, in the industry, for sure. Um, when you build those kind of relationships, you know, you may find that you can get discounts opening up a, a business account or, you know, whatever it might be. The cost up front may be high, but when you build and cultivate relationships yeah. with your uh, vendors and your outside contractors and people like Megan here that represents her <laughs> company, you know, you're going to save yourself a little bit of money. Right. So, you know, go in and talk to Megan and she might be able to help you out. Right. So. How, and, I, and how diff? I was going to say, Megan, how difficult is that for somebody to walk in and be like, hey, look, this is who I am. This is kind of like what I do. I'm, I'm really trying to to get somebody that can help me personally. Somebody that's my, my one right. phone call is that person that can help me. Not going to lie. It's really hard kind of just starting out and getting to meet people. Like, and you can attest, I walked yeah. in the property when I met you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I knew Ron, your maintenance before you. Yeah. And when you walked in, I was like, oh, perfect. You know, like just, you know, in my aspect, it's nice to know who decision makers are, like who's going to mm-hmm. make those decisions. Yeah. And, you know, you've kind of, you kind of touched on it in a previous, in one of your previous episodes, like, Yes, at the end of the day, am I a salesperson? Yes, but at the end of the day, also, I'm trying to help protect you, like your and your assets. Yeah, and your yeah. investment. Yeah, In, exactly your investment. So you know, 
I go in there and, you know, I'm not going to in my first visit be like, hey, this is something I think you need to fix because I don't know your property as well as you do. Right. So, you know, and that's something to always to like get more information for you. What are some of the things you're struggling with? What are some of the things that you see? Mm-hmm. If you had the money or the budget to change something, what would that be? Right. And, you know, if, you know, we have to provide quotes or something for you to be able to go to your higher ups and say, hey, like, this is what is on my wish list. And this is what it could be in material. Right. You know, helping you guys plan for your future and your future right. investments. And then, like, as somebody, like I said, I'm a property manager and I don't have a rep. So I, I don't have a vendor rep. And I just walk in and I'm like, hey, I need a vendor rep. How easy is it for me to get one? Oh, super easy. Okay. So I just oh, say, yeah. I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah. I just, I need this. And you're like, I can help you with that. I'm Jill like, yes, from Summer what... Apartments. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I need help. Like usually once we hear the words, I need help, like where my, right. our store staff is immediate to know. Like, exactly. I know exactly for you. Yeah, you walk you in call. like capes. Just <laughs> yeah. we're ready. We're ready for it. Yeah. Got our superhero Megan here. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's what, like we have reps that are, you know, specific to different segments of business. So, you know, that's right. what my segment is, is I work property management. So right. I'm uh, focused on you. Just for some reference, like Megan here has worked with both the, you know, company that Shauna runs and the company that I run as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, like it's I a said, small it's world. important <laughs> to build those relationships yeah, absolutely. and actually talk about it. Don't be afraid to go in somewhere right. and ask for somebody that can help you understand pricing, understand what right. your needs are and help you find, you know, the best way to move forward right yeah absolutely absolutely and we we definitely thank people like you megan because sometimes we would just (laughs) i just want you to know that next time you should prep your acceptance speech (laughs) there we go (laughs) all right well we're running out of time so we definitely thank you for coming on the show today Um, of course we'll probably have you again so um yeah i think that's all we got for today thanks guys (laughs) 